So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for another edition of Smack Talk. We have the usual suspects as well as a special guest here with us for a huge episode here. Special, course- special needs. <laughs> of course, we have my good brother all the way in Las Vegas in his Airbnb, Rick Lucino. <laughs> what is what is going on, guys? Did anything outside of uh, I don't know nine to ten o'clock your time? Anything about that other than that ma- matter tonight at all? I think the answer is no. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, and of course, we have the wrestling legend himself, Dutch Mantel. Thank you. <laughs> I am here. What are we starting with tonight, Mr. C? Oh, we are definitely starting with AEW, but we have to introduce our other, our special guest. I was guests getting ready to say, what the week. hell? What the hell? Everybody the one, there, I'm just sitting here with a mask on, protecting myself one, from Dutch. The one and only <laughs> star maker, the king, Kenny Bolin. Well, I'm wearing his mask today because Dutch is down there. You're, down, you're still in Florida, right? I can't tell you that, Kenny. Well, I didn't think you could, you wouldn't own up to it if you were, but uh, I've heard about these computer viruses, and I figured with Dutch down in Florida, if anybody could transmit a computer virus tonight, it'd be, well, I tell you, what, I'm going to take my chances because this is one of those good masks. It filters me out real good. So there we go. Now I'm sounding like a million dollars. You should have wore that about 20 years ago. Well, that along with some sunglasses covers up about 80% of my ugly. So it, it would have been a damn good idea. I'd have got a lot further in the business if I'd have done that. Well, you know, as always, guys, if you're watching us on YouTube, drop a like on this video, share this video on all your favorite social media platforms, hit the subscribe button if you're new to the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. If you're watching us on Facebook or Twitter, tag a friend in the live chat. We want to know what you thought about one of the biggest nights in professional wrestling history in quite some time. And of course, this is Smack Talk. So we usually talk about SmackDown, but I had to you know, get to the sports key to executives. Is somebody's and heart say, monitor on? Is somebody's I, I heart think, monitor on? I, Dutch? Think I think it's Dutch, maybe. <laughs> Your heart monitor up. Please shut up. Smoke alarm, <laughs> smoke alarm going on. <laughs> what the hell? Dutch, Dutch, he got out of the show earlier today. Now he set his house on fire so he doesn't have to do the show. This is terrible. <laughs> Boy, we're off to a great start. <laughs> 
already <laughs> already off the rails as just usual. like the city of chicago hot tonight hot. yeah hot, hot in hot. chicago well for about 20 minutes it was like, like i said we usually talk about a smackdown on this show but i had to get to the sports kita executives and ask them if we can review aew rampage this week and wait a minute oh boy, you go to the executives and get permission i just do what the hell i want they're not gonna well, do anything to me well, well it also had to talk just to ask us. me i'll get you had, permission also had to get to Dutch and have him, you know, start an hour later. So that's a lot. Dutch, that's a Dutch lot. has got a fire extinguisher right now. <laughs> we just we just got a shot of monitor, Dutch, fire Dutch alarm, Dutch. something. Dutch do anything to get out of a show. I'm telling you, man. Everything good, Dutch. Your yeah, your yeah. mic's off or something. I really had a fire, not a fire, but. <laughs> It was an electrical outlet that was shorted out. Damn. Well, I was trying I, to make I, a joke. I, I, so you're trying to make a joke. I could have died. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't give a shit. Don't. I what did don't. I say? We're starting hey, off. Hey, if Dutch, if you're ever going to die on the air, I hope you burn in your house while you're on the air with me. I, I truly do. That is very kind of you, Kenny. <laughs> nice as I can be tonight. We're your starting your sympathy here. has always been your strong point. <laughs> it normally is. We started off hot here, just like they started off hot on AEW. We're making jokes about Dutch's house on fire for crown they, out loud. We'll yeah, they promoted it as the biggest announcement in AEW history, and boy, oh boy, was it big! The crowd in Chicago, in the United Center, were chanting his name, and the music hit "Cult of Personality." Look in my eyes, what do you oh, see? God, and and the and he came out, and what? Amazing we set his house on fire, so he'll quit singing. No, I'm going to keep singing. I'm going to keep singing because it feels so good to see CM Punk back in professional wrestling. You can see the emotion on his face. The Chicago crowd went insane for him, chanting his name. They went to a commercial break with the crowd, still chanting his name, him hugging the fans in the crowd. Uh, you could see people crying in the crowd. It was such an emotional moment. Such a, yes, they were, but I, it's I, a good thing. A That's a good myself. thing. I, I got emotional watching it. It was great. Oh, you and, did not. Yes, I did. Of course I yeah. did. What the hell? The co-host of my show, J.J. Arwood, who I guarantee is watching tonight, he predicted, now I'm dying to hear Dutch's prediction, he predicted the ratings tonight were going to go from a normal, they get 700,000 viewers, I think I've heard. He's yes. predicting they're going to get a 2.5 because CM Punk showed up and did a 20-minute promo. I, I, maybe a million. That's what he's I think, predicting. I, I think they can hit a million, but he cut a, a masterful speech, a masterful promo, one Stop. of the best lines, one of the best lines in it, talking about him leaving Ring of Honor in 2005. He says mm -hmm. that in on August 13, 2005, he left professional wrestling, and August 20, 2021, he has come back. So mm -hmm. it was just a great promo. He talks about he wants to verse the young guys in the crowd, in the, in the locker room, and he calls out Darby Allen. He makes a challenge for All Out. It's going to be Darby Allen versus CM Punk in probably what should That's be the exactly who I would have called out if I'd been out of the wrestling business for seven or eight years or however long it's been. If I'd have made a big comeback, I'd have looked up in the rafters and I'd have called out Darby Allen. That's Dutch. You, yeah, I'd have, you called, out? I'd have called out you. Yeah, and the, I'd, I'd have come too. I was, in I a wheelchair, but I'd have come. <laughs> Darry Allen, what a what a great spot for him. He got, a, he got yeah. over more just standing there and, and looking at CM Punk 
and standing next to Sting, he got mm-hmm. the big rub and and he needed that. That will help him he a did, lot. He he did. He did. What did you guys even, think even about CM Punk's CM Punk's uh, promo, Kenny? Uh, he is a master promo cutter, without a doubt. Uh, my problem is, and I talked about this on my show tonight, where we have the record views. I was like eight million views over there tonight. Um, I just don't buy him whipping anybody's ass. Me and Dutch talk about that from time to time. You see Dutch Mantel, uh, Jerry Lawler, the, the countless ones in Memphis. I mean, they had guys that looked like they could whip your ass. CM has never looked like he could whip anybody's ass. And you got all these marks that are buying into this. He got an MMA, got his ass handed to him. They handpicked matches for him. He couldn't win. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's, that's what happened. He, he ducked a fight with Tommy the Green Ranger because Tommy the Green Ranger from the Power Rangers would have beat his ass. He, he was 4-0 in MMA. And I'm sorry, he's a, he's a guy in a tracksuit with a bad hairline. And I just don't buy him whipping anybody. Great well, promo, though. Great promo. 15,317 people thought he could whip somebody's ass. Yeah, that's, there, there that, was. They that's had that what going it, for him. That's what it matters. CM Punk, he helped that town. A lot. Well, Chicago needed some help, no doubt. But but outside of Chicago, what does he do? Uh, if you if he'd have been in Louisville he, and challenged me, they'd have booed him out of the building. It'd have been twenty two thousand fans going bowling, bow, and I don't even wrestle. Well, we will see with the ratings, but if, if social media is any judge of it, the people outside of Chicago are very interested in CM Punk returning. Uh, Rick, yeah. I think I think he said it best. His connection, Thank you, with, <laughs> his, connection his connection with the people that he's one of us really mm-hmm. is the reason why people love CM Punk the way they do. What did you think about the return and the promo, Rick? It was perfect. It was it was perfect. It was everything that it needed to be. You open up. You don't even let the announcers really kind of even spoil the moment. You got the massive CM Punk chants, the loudest pop I've heard all damn year. I think bigger than than when John Cena returned, um, which is to be expected. He's going to be red hot in Chicago. AEW has been on this roll of trotting out the hometown heroes and treating them like kings when they come back, kings or queens, uh, in the case of Dr. Britt Baker. This was uh, phenomenal. I love the fact that you could see the emotion in his eyes. I love the fact that he just didn't give a crap. He, he dive-bombed, like crowd-dived into the fans in the front row. That was insane. <laughs> now, you and, don't think that was set up. Are you telling me you're buying that and he just jumped in the 50 people he didn't know? Are you telling me that? I would buy in this it day so of COVID, I'd buy it. I bought it. Oh, shut up, Sid, for crying out loud. I did. <laughs> Just shut I up. Did. That, I, I that was 50 that he... people. That was 50 people he got passes for. Those were all comp tickets. It was all orchestrated. No one's going to jump into a CFM. He could have got stabbed for crying out loud. He could have got COVID before. You would have got. You would have got stabbed. I believe you well, would have got stabbed, but not well, CM Punk. Well, who the hell is going to catch me? <laughs> and I'm not jumping over that rail anyway. So that was the least of anybody's worries. But no, that was set up. It was staged. It was rigged. It was orchestrated. Come on. Quit being marks for crying out loud. We're paid professionals here. Right? You pays us good money to be here, and you're marking out and buying into this crap. You got to be ashamed of yourselves. I know Dutch ain't buying into it. He's smarter than that. The number one rule in professional wrestling is to make them believe. Make it be believable. Well, it worked on YouTube. Worked on YouTube. I bought into the moment, Kenny. You could see it. It was genuine. It was electric. He jumps. You're paid not to buy into the moment. You're supposed to see through that crap. You're supposed to be smarter than that. WLW is wasting money on you. They should hire me. I should be at WLW. The big one. (laughs) 
So now we're in a bad mood. Like I've been watching. I've been doing podcasts for thirteen hours a day. Ever right? since, ever since Stone Cold Steve Austin dropped my name, I'm in high demand. Everybody wants me. Wasn't that a song, Dutch? I think it was. I can't get any sleep anymore because I'm always doing podcasts. <laughs> Kenny, I'm heard on 38 states across the country every morning, my man. Yeah, well, because you got a face make radio. Numbers. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> but I love and it. you're I love and it. you're in 38 states if you broadcast at night. WLW doesn't get outside of Cincinnati, Ohio, until about 9:30 at night. So don't be telling that story. I know how sunspots work. I disagree. <laughs> about yeah, the, the WWL getting outside the 38 states. I get. <laughs> I get him in Florida, but not in the daytime. At night, at night, at night yeah. Yes. I, I can sit on the beach in Tampa, Daytona. doesn't matter. Do you, There's no mountains down there. Sid, you want to know what I thought about that interview? Yes, what did you think? He that? didn't have to say anything. No, he didn't. The crowd did all the work for him. And he didn't for thing. nine minutes. Nine minutes, he never said a word. Sid, was I talking? Was I talking? Yes, you were. Or was I yes, you were. And Sid interrupted you, yes, and you I apologize yes. for that. Sid, shut up and let Dutch talk. Quit hogging the goddamn show. So, I'm sorry. Uh, Dang show. He didn't have to say anything. He could just, and you could tell he was, he was captured in that moment. And he went out and he sat down on the stage, which is a, uh, is his uh, trademark. And yeah. they popped to that. And then he jumped in the crowd, like you said, and they popped to that. And, and, and I think that interview was not scripted for him. He just, no. he just off the top of his head. And all he had to get in is just, they, they probably told him just go out and say what you feel and make sure that you get Darby and Allen in at the end, and then you got it. And he took it, and he ran with it, and it worked. And it worked. But after the first 20 minutes, I think the show was kind of mm-hmm. – kind of. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was the only drawback to starting with CM Punk is you reached your climax after 20 minutes, and then the rest of the show had to try to live back up to that. It just it, it didn't work. It was going to be impossible. But I think it was the best thing to do to open with CM Punk. Yeah. Because I think if you, I think the crowd may have turned on you a little bit. Those mm-hmm. Chicago crowds are, they're famous for that. Kind of like Philadelphia. They'll turn on you in a heartbeat. Yeah. They you've, never, you've never been to Philadelphia, Kenny. I certainly have. 1997, jail, Eddie Gilbert Memorial, five the, spots, tore the, the house, house down. Almost 350 people in a hotel casino. Absolutely. I've been there. <laughs> Don't you bury my appearances. I love how they just reacted to everything he did. Just him sitting down in the ring got a huge pop. Him uh, saying that he wants to tell the story got a huge pop. Him revealing his new T-shirt got a huge pop. It just, everything he did, it felt like he was a bona fide superstar, and it felt like a special moment. Uh, him also, one of his be- his better lines was, he couldn't stay in the place that he got sick in in the yeah, first uh-huh. place. Yeah, that was really good. And the, it was nice references. They didn't to- even have COVID back then, so I can't believe he said that and he actually got sick he uh, he got a staph infection that they didn't you know treat properly so that's i, that's I, do, a real, recall, that's a I do recall that i do that's recall a, that but the comedian didn't there. show up tonight so somebody's got to get the funny shit stuff out. <laughs> hey, well but that's yeah. good kenny but it wasn't funny yeah. well you know we, be a you, comedian, know, you gotta kind of get some take them out on the road see what sticks what don't i, th- I think the fact that it wasn't funny was funny though <laughs> uh we got we got uh ozzy donating here 499 super chat for rick rick needs a new suit like seth rollins had on tonight don't worry ozzy we will get to smackdown but not much to talk about there but anyway um so in fact seth rollins suit is the only thing we're talking about tonight and that's because of what he got on it but we will get there 
We yep. will get there. We would get there for sure. But I, I would say this, this was an A-plus moment. Huge signing for AEW. But Dutch, we've asked this to you before. We'll ask it again. Do you think that this is going to be a, a boost in business for AEW now that CM Punk has officially arrived? Oh, it'll be a boost. There's no way for it to be a negative. It, just the yeah. merchandise sales alone is the boost. They mm -hmm. crashed so the I, website and, five minutes and, into his promo. Yes. Have you ever seen the WWE website crash for selling merchandise? Nope. In other words, it was a work. Oh, the website <laughs> crashed. Oh, we can't we can't handle the sales. We can't handle all the t-shirt sales. WWE sells a billion more mer merchandise shirts than AEW will ever think of selling. It was a work. There is no way they crashed the daggum website. I got a merchandise store. I sell hundreds of items. Never crashed the website. You know why? Because it's impossible. You can't you can't do it. It, it's all a big work. They shut it down to make everybody think, oh, better get back in here next week. We crashed the website. Just like well, just like that guy, the, the, the my pillow guy. We crashed the website. Well, if you ain't got any information, if you ain't got any sales, crash the website. Well, okay, Sid, you made you made an announcement. You think they'll hit a million people? I think they would hit a million people on I'm this episode. Say 950. I don't think they're hit a million. But they I, may. I, I, I said 900,000 earlier today. I, I predicted 1.1, and I think I'm going high. Dutch might be more, more accurate than me. I, I said I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm giving the benefit that there's more marks in America than I think there are. Uh, but I think there's going to be a sharp decline after the punk segment. I think they might they'll oh. definitely have well over a million for that first 20 minutes. But you don't want to be in that quarter hour. Show, will the rest of the show be able to keep the number up is going to be the question. Yeah, yeah. I, I doubt that the rest of the show kept the number up, but I think that I think they got a huge influx, and I like the way they did it. I like the way they did the entrance for the first segment, went to commercial. That's enough time for people to be like, see social media and be like, oh, I need to turn to TNT. I need to turn on to see one of the the greater wrestler wrestling moments that we've seen all year long, or in quite some time. I would say that this was well, we've had two years of nothing, so let, let's not get carried away. D Dutch Mantel comes from an era that had eight nine million viewers on monday night raw so let's not get carried away about 1.1 1 .1 or 900,000. but Thank this you. is a different you just said this was a different era this is different you can't oh, so you're gonna use my words then. against me is what you're gonna yes, do exactly you can't you can't compare it hang to on that. i think my house is on fire <laughs> you go take care of that we we don't want to see your legs like we saw dutch's earlier but yes um, actually, you shut up <laughs> I was but doing I, a Jeff, i'm doing a jeffrey tubin here that's what I'm doing. Do you, do you, uh, Kenny, think that uh, Darby versus... Don't, don't do that on TV. He got in big trouble for that. He was almost off the air for six months for doing that on television. Do you think Darby versus Punk is going to main event all out in Chicago in two weeks, Kenny? Um, I. It kind of looks that way. It looks like the groundwork they've set up. And, I mean, if you're going to bring somebody in like that, elevate some people. I don't know how old Punk is. I guess well into his 40s would be my guess. He hasn't worked a match and. Well over seven or eight years. When did he walk away? 2013. I retired. Royal, Rumble, well, Royal Rumble 2014. Yeah, so he, he's, he's been out what? about as long as I have. No, he said 2013 tonight, so he doesn't even know when he quit. What city so was he's that? Already that seen he, what, city Excuse me? Did he, what city did he quit in? Uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. Pittsburgh, where they were at last I week. I would have quit in Pittsburgh if I were there. I'd have done that. So, so would I. <laughs> I think it's unanimous. There you go. Does there you go. Brett Baker's the only good. Britt Baker's the only good thing to come out of Pittsburgh in the last thirty years. That's it. All right, what, what about that's, Willie Stargell and Barry Bonds? That's preposterous. Uh, Kurt Angle won a gold yeah, medal twenty-five years ago. 
Uh oh, he See, called you out. You, you messed it up again, Rick. Back to WLW for you and your thirty-eight states. He wasn't born in within the last thirty-eight. Years. He won a gold medal in 20, 25 years. Come on, <laughs> that didn't happen in Pittsburgh, though. We got we got a uh, salty bacon saying great moment. CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. Uh that's so, one of my fans. He's a badge member. That's more bowling money coming in here. There you You're go. Blocked. There you go. <laughs> Blocking hey, everybody from the bowling alley that donates money. Blocking the, all of you. The spot of the night mm -hmm. is when Private Party did that move over the top rope and missed Luchasaurus. I thought he killed himself. <laughs> yes, and, we got it. Oh my God! I said I didn't. I didn't expect him to get up. It, it did. It was it was a crazy uh, tag match that they had next. Jurassic Express versus Private Party in the world tag world tag team title eliminator match. The winner of this match would go on to the finals next week, and the winner of that will go on to versus the Young Bucks at All Out for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. It was uh, a lot of a lot of mistiming in the beginning. Uh, they did have a co couple of cool spots, especially uh, Jungle Boy being on Luchasaurus's shoulders and getting a Canadian Destroyer from. Uh, from Isaiah Cassidy, which got a near fall, but Jurassic Express got the win using the Jurassic Express finisher for the Luchasaurus and Jurassic Express, and we wonder what's going wrong. Okay, all right, keep going. I didn't. Nothing's going wrong for hey. AEW right now. You're the only one. You're the only negative Nancy. You nothing's didn't take a nap going today. Wrong. You didn't take nothing's a nap today. Wrong. You got two <laughs> wrestlers. You got one in the crappiest mask in the history of wrestling. Luchasaurus. What was the other one's name? Uh, Jungle Boy. Oh, but no, no, the other one. The other, the other one's got a dinosaur name. No, the team name is Jurassic Express. Oh, oh, well, excuse me. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Damn. You need you. You should have took a nap, Kenny. Uh, Rick, what yeah. did you think about this? Dur match? During that three hours would have been a good idea. <laughs> no, during SmackDown would have been good. <laughs> well, I got news for you. SmackDown didn't air in Louisville tonight. We were preempted for Cincinnati Bengals football preseason. They didn't even air SmackDown. Well, it's on now. They're, they're airing it at 11 o'clock. Well, lucky you. A little you. late, but I, I hear I've been uh, got a stay of execution is what people are telling me. So so you can't talk about SmackDown. Thank God. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Rick, what did you think about Jurassic Express versus Private Party? Uh, anytime I get to see my boy Luchasaurus, I'm I'm a happy guy. Uh, Your boy Luchasaurus. Oh, oh my no, god. I'm a big Luchasaurus guy. Oh, you're the guy. You you're him. the guy. Okay. <laughs> oh, All I'm right. not the only one. Did you hear You're the, the only pop? one. Did you hear the pop, Kenny, when Jungle Boy's music hit tonight? This no, yes. I did not. I was watching the show. I heard no pop. I heard CM Punk do a 20-minute promo, and then I heard silence for the rest of the night. Then you had your you had your volume down very very. And by low. the way, every time I've ever jumped over the top rope and missed the the, the landing, I got up every damn time. You always yeah, you always time. making you always making fun of uh, Dutch's hearing, but it seems like you got the bad hearing tonight, Kenny. Yeah, I, I hardly ever make fun of Dutch's hearing. Hey, as a matter of fact, I'm shocked Dutch is here tonight because I hear that they advanced to the final four of the shuffleboard shuffleboard tournament they're in tonight, but it was canceled due to sleepiness. So I'm, I'm just thrilled Dutch is even here. Well, you got something with uh, something against uh, shuffleboard there, Kenny? Yeah. No, I'm proud of Dutch. Dutch is one of the top five shuffleboard players in the country. I don't know. I ain't got nothing against shuffleboard. But he blew us off today because he had an early morning appointment at the shuffleboard tournament. So What's he blew the, us off. Well, since since we didn't see Dutch but the Cincinnati earlier, Bengals canceled canceled SmackDown in Louisville tonight, so I got out of that. So me and Dutch are the smartest two people here right now. I don't Dutch. know what I would rather watch, a preseason football game in which the Bengals had 50 yards in the first half or SmackDown. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God. Playing the Washington who they don't even have a name. They got numbers on their helmets. Dutch. What did you think about Jurassic Express and private party? (laughs) (laughs) You should not say anything more. What is the name of that little, little bitty guy running around? Marco stunt. Marco stunt. Oh my God. Marco Rubio. He's about the same size as Marco Rubio. A Rubio's taller than that. He's straight out of Spike Dudley's. A uh, <laughs> little bit. Yeah. yeah. Spike Dudley uh, he's, class he's, right there. Well, Spike see, Dudley to me, 2.0. I'm not familiar with any of these uh, AEW guys. i just been mm-hmm. reading about them. Mm-hmm. And the match was, it was okay, I guess, for what it was intended to be. But it's not I've walked into I, I've walked into elementary schools, and don't ask me why. But I've walked into elementary schools and got kids bigger than Marco Stunt or whatever the hell they're calling him. You telling I on yourself, my kid Kenny? off a long time ago. <laughs> We're trying to make something dirty out of it. You telling on yourself, Kenny? Or maybe. They're on you, Kenny. They wouldn't even let me say strippers today. I found out you was at a strip bar earlier today. That's why you couldn't make the show. I heard you weren't even going to be here tonight. But the executive producer, uh, Raiju, who we revealed today is actually the only guy in the company. He puts everything off. Oh, well, the office says this. They don't want a four-man booth, this, that, and the other. He's the guy calling all the shots. He's the one stealing all my money. And he wouldn't let me reveal that you were at a strip bar today instead of showing up to do the show like the rest of us were. Dutch had a legit excuse. He was at a shuffleboard tournament. You were at a strip bar. Oh, you're talking to me. Yeah, I'm talking to you. (laughs) No, he's I talking to you. Your Airbnb Rick. with your bad I, headphones and lousy microphone. You're the one I'm talking to. Hey, I with your Mick Foley shirt on, trying to look like somebody. I wasn't supposed to be on the show this afternoon. I was at. Well, the- somebody blew it because you're here. I was at. I, no, the show this afternoon. I was supposed to be here today. This afternoon, I was at. I was at the uh, the park. Boots on the ground, as I heard it. I heard your pants were on Boots. the ground, but that's a whole nother story. Boots on the ground talking to the likes of Damian Priest and Nikki Ash and Drew McIntyre, and I could rattle them off. Sheamus, uh, we're going to have like eight different interviews that are going to be dropping on the Sports Kitty Wrestling YouTube channel as soon as this show ends, all the way up till SummerSlam. So, uh, wow. a, lot of, a lot of really good Drew, stuff. Drew's an OVW boy. Drew's an OVW boy. Did he say hi to me, by the way? Well, let's get back to AEW, guys, so we can get through this. <laughs> please, thing. please, Kenny, please. Shut, turn, turn, Kenny's, turn Kenny's mic off. Yeah, you know, kill the ra- just kill the ratings he, while you're at it. He, he, he has, he has. Look at all his money rolling well, in. Well, he, he, has four, he, he has high blood hey, pressure. Oh, well, hold time out. Put salty bacon up there. The Reds did not lose today. They won well, well, five. Well, we got to we got to answer this question. This is the this is a hard hitting question. He paid good money for this question to you, Rick. A serious oh. question. Do you do you guys enjoy doing this show with Kenny? Because Rick seems miserable. Rick is miserable. Yeah, Rick Rick, Rick, Rick lives in a state of misery. We can't. Yeah. That. This reminds me of my days in Cincinnati when I did a radio show with Wildman Walker. I t- I'll tolerate it. I'll tolerate <laughs> it for the paycheck. I'm here. I'm a trooper. I've heard. I heard the day they. I heard the day they don't even pay you. You just show up here just to boost your WLW ratings to be seen with me and Dutch. What I heard. <laughs> Come on, Rick. Oh, jeez, I got nothing. But hey, it's AEW tonight. AEW. I know you're. I know you're in Vegas, but pull your head out of your lap, son. Oh. Uh, 
so Sid, uh, what the next match after that was Jade Cargill. Right? Jade Cargill versus uh, Kira Hogan. We got a video package with the two ladies beforehand. This one was very fast. It was over ninety within, seconds. Over over in less than that, sixty two seconds to You're be exact. Uh, Jade Cargill wins with the uh, glam slam. How do you? What do you think about uh, Jade Cargill? I know you're not too familiar with AEW talent Dutch, but what do you think of her as a look? Oh, she she got a great look. Mm-hmm. Great look. Who is that guy with her? Uh, that's does, Mark Sterling. That's her manager. Does, yeah, but what does he add to it? Yeah. Uh she she he talks for her. She's not the best. Well, I talker. know that, but yeah, he's, he's not either. <laughs> I mean, I all I gotta do is see the girl. I'll watch her without even in, in, in all honesty, I saw him raise her hand. I didn't see the match. I did something else, turned around, he was raised. I said, Oh, I get to see her match finally, because I'd never seen it. The match was over. They'd raised your hand. It was all done. So I didn't even get to see the match. I'll have to back it up and take a look at it. I'm Kenny, we're not believing this got cut. I'm wondering how much of this got cut because Punk ran long. I yeah, think, I think a good portion of it got cut. Got cut. <laughs> this match and the main event. I think that the tag team match was yes. the only match that got the the time that they you know originally were supposed to get. But yeah, I think they let CM Punk go out there with however much time he wanted to take. And well-deserved because he was the Dutch, highlight of this. Episode. I'm going to talk to the smart guy in the room. I'm going to talk to you. What would it have been like if they gave punk the whole hour? <laughs> I think to that crowd of Chicago, they would have loved it. They would have loved it. Uh, I, yeah, think they the fans, loved I think it. the fans would have loved it. I think the, the marks at home would have loved it. Just give him the whole hour. They just, they just hit the music and just, he refuses to leave. He just postponed. What if he passed the plate around? To people just to give money. What do you think you would have collected or not? Just pass the plate, just to give him the whole hour. Yeah, just just give him some money. No, a couple million bucks. A couple million. <laughs> I, I saw it. Two point five million. The same as the ratings are going to be. Two point five. I saw a tweet that somebody said that they should have just followed CM Punk backstage for the rest of the night. That that would have been that would have been a better a better show. It after, would have been a, as bad as I hate to admit it. It would have been a better show. It would have been better just to watch him eat catering or something would have been good. Well, yeah, it was after- a really it, it was a really cool scene in the main event though when Mox came in to to Wild Thing and he walks out and they got the big crowd of the you know twenty thousand there in the United Center. How many? It no, was. there was fifteen thousand three hundred. Quit jacking the crowd up. They they five thousand tickets they didn't sell. I was talking about well, the stage uh, and stuff. Yeah. They cut, they well, those aren't tickets, tickets son. That's the tickets don't they know, sold. I don't know how many shows you booked or performed on, but those aren't tickets. That's called stage. That's it. Well, they have people there. There's 15,300. Judge said it at the top of the show. The stage. They can hold 20,000 people with Well, they the stage can, there. but they didn't. They the elected the stage. Have a was there. Stage. They don't have Every wrestling show. Every wrestling show has a stage. Every wrestling show has a stage. What are you 15 talking about? Pounds. Well, not not always. Memphis Mid South had twelve thousand people. Oh, no stage. It was Kenny. It was a great. It was a great. It was fifteen thousand three hundred. Don't jack it up by twenty percent, twenty five percent. Don't lie to the people. That's why I'm here. You all lie all the time. Me and Dutch, I got to set you straight. Tell them, Dutch. Tell them how stupid they are. I can't tell them that, Kenny. They'll team that up would, on me. That would the rest of the show, just like Punk said. Dutch loves us too much to tell us the actual. I don't think he does. That's not what he tells me in private. But go ahead. Uh, I, I did. I did like the main event. Um, I thought Daniel Garcia was a little slow getting through some of his transitions, and the the finish of the match definitely screamed. We got the go home announcement from the referee. Like, yo, y'all need to wrap. Oh, this just up. smarten everybody up. There you so go. we can get so we can get everybody in the ring and and do our thing and get our stare down and send the crowd home happy. But uh, yeah, the rest of the show definitely seemed a little rushed after the tag match uh, for sure. But it, it, this show, the hell, this whole night 
was all about that 20 minutes. That's it's only, only an that hour. It's only an hour, and no one's going to want to see anything else after Punk anyway. Just give him the whole damn hour. Just give it to him. Hey, I, I like the main event for how short it was. I think Daniel Garcia uh, is a really good performer, but he didn't get enough time here tonight. It was only a four-minute match. Did you did you take anything away from the main event, Dutch? Uh, yeah, I was glad it was over. That's what I took. <laughs> that's what I took away from it. But see, I don't know. I don't know Otega. I don't know what they did to her. So I don't know how mad he is at them. Yeah. I think actually Moxley gave him a little too much. But they had like what eight minutes. Eight four minutes, minutes to go. Four, four minutes. Well, they had eight minutes for the show. Seemed like, yeah, seemed like, got, seemed it like eight. It seemed like eight. It really seemed like eight. How, how big is that Otega? What's his name? Uh, Daniel Garcia. Garcia. How big is he? I think he's like 175, 180. Ooh, yeah. big guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I think Moxley actually gave him a little too much. That's what I'm thinking. But, hey. What's your opinion on Moxley, is- Dutch? Are you the moderator now, Kenny? <laughs> well, somebody's got to do it. WLW is sitting over there with bad headphones, a bad mic, and a bad B and hey, uh, I've, been, I've been feeding you both for this whole entire show. What are you talking about? You Come called on, yourself like a great podcaster earlier today, and I said never call yourself a great, great podcaster. Let other yeah. people call you a yeah, great Yeah, because you never brag. You never brag about Not yourself. me. That's not yeah. in me. I'm not uh-huh. capable of sure. it. Sure. Right. I let, uh-huh. I let Dutch Anywho. tell me how great I am. I, I am, I'm not going to lie. This is more entertaining than SmackDown was tonight. <laughs> more controversy. More heat. Kenny, Kenny well, what do is. you think about John Moxley? Um, not a main event star. Wasn't a main event star when he was at WWE. He was the weak link of all three. Uh, he's got that stupid movie he does into the ropes. It's absolutely ridiculous. He does it every damn one. Um, I got no use for him as, as a main event star. He's a great promo. If he could wrestle as good as he could promo, he'd be pretty good. And a horrible look, just a horrible look. Dutch Mantel, on his worst day, looks better than Moxley today. There you go. You you want you want the truth? There well, you go. got the truth. Oh, uh, might be a, might be a nice guy, and he's a hell of a promo. There's a lot of hell of a promos that don't belong in the main event on your on your top uh, on your top show. There you go. There you go. We got. Well, we tell, got me, I don't tell, know. Tell, tell me how great he is. Here, he, you know what? I got all night. Oh God, we got to see your legs. I I tell me how great he is, so I can tell you Dutch, how stupid you are for saying Dutch, such a thing. What do you What do you think about John Moxley? Oh, I think he's a great entertainer. I don't know if he. It, it's like everything. Yeah, every company right has there. guys that's going to draw a certain segment of the population. I think they covered most of that tonight with CM Punk. And all the all all the other guys could do would be grow off what CM Punk drew in that arena tonight. It was it was off the charts tonight when CM Punk came out. They went long for it. That's why the girls went ninety seconds or sixty seconds, which is not fair to them. But that's the way it works. And mm-hmm. I actually think Moxley had a little too much time because they went so short. There we go. There I we looked go. at my clock. It was like I said twenty five after, and they still had three matches to go. You know the yeah. commercials. The commercials were longer too. You notice was, that? Well, was they, they knew the they, could, they knew the, they, knew the they could sell break. the ad space tonight. Yeah. The the first break was ninety seconds, so that's going to mess with your your other commercial time because they're going to stack them on there. Actually, the same commercial ran twice in the same break. Paid double. 
We got to thank Salty Bacon <laughs> with uh, the super sticker. One Another one of my marks in the all money. Here we go. Thank you. Another we appreciate that. We appreciate that. But all in all, I think me and Rick will agree. We liked uh, Rampage because of the CM Punk mostly. But I think I think it was carried by that and it made it a, a yeah. good episode. And the hour flew by again. Right, Rick? Uh, yes. Yeah. No, that that last hour was definitely... It felt like SmackDown was the part of the roller coaster where you're going up to the top of the really high hill, and then Rampage was just the the way all, all the way down. It was, uh, and I think it took to a long time for SmackDown to get through because we all wanted to see the CM Punk day. We're all we all had yeah. heading into SmackDown tonight. We had that in our mindset of let's get through this so we can get to CM Punk, and then WWE. What did they do? They gave us that show tonight, they sh- which they, started uh... off with three rematches. Three rematches, boom, 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 and then. So yeah, what you're we, saying we is like WWE one... tapped out. Is that what you're saying? They, WWE they crapped, just tapped they, out. They crapped they, the bed. They crapped the bed. They phoned it in. They yeah. don't say crapped the bed when Dutch Mantel was in a shuffleboard tournament today. They don't like to talk about that. They one hundred percent. They one hundred percent phoned in this show tonight. Is what it feels Bef- like. Outside of like two segments. Before what, we get to before what we get to would that be. Uh, well, that would be the one that closed the show with uh, with John Cena and Roman Reigns. That was another really good segment, I thought. And then it was uh, both segments involving Edge uh, tonight and the uh, the brood bath or the blood bath as we we know it today. That brought back some '90s nostalgia for me because that's when I started watching wrestling. That's the first time I ever saw Edge was alongside Christian and Gangrel and coming out of the flames up on the stage. And that's what one of the guys that really hooked me and got me into pro wrestling so when that that brood music hit tonight that was a special feeling for me that that what, what, now repeat that what what hooked you into pro wrestling again one of the one of the first things that hooked me into on monday night raw was the brood the brood okay the, all right yeah the brood yeah. with edge and christian yeah gang Gangrel. Ga- uh, yeah gangrel used to hang out at my house when he was down helping out at ovw good guy i really like gangrel yeah, so he didn't speak so very highly of you, though. I just let you know that. Oh, uh, that's that's uh, that sucks. But that was well, that was two that was two thousand and two. So he probably didn't know you that well then. Okay, uh, if you assigned I, I a, for- uh, go ahead, a numerical value to uh, uh, Rampage, what would it be? A numerical value? Yeah, one well, to ten. To, one to one ten. ten. Yeah, one uh, to ten. Tonight or overall? No, September last year. Do you oh, remember what talking September. about tonight on the 21st day of September? Yeah. All right. <laughs> what would it be, Rick? I'd give it a 10. No, just for the CM Punk. That's it. That's the only thing that mattered. That was the only thing that mattered on tonight's show. And they nailed it. So they no, you got, you got to spread it out. <laughs> it it is an entire show. It is an entire show. After that 20 minutes, there's other stuff. It I wasn't the, a 10. I thought the tag team match was really good. So I'll give it an eight out of 10. What about you Dutch? I'll give it a, a, the punk gives it a seven. I think the girls match gives it a five. Uh, if you add them in, it's a, probably about a seven, 7.58. What about you, uh, Kenny? I, I, w- I was leaning more on a seven, five. So me and Dutch are pretty much in agreement on that. Okay. There you go. So 10, <laughs> 10, really you're going to stick with that? 10. The only thing that mattered tonight was perfect. So yeah, it gets a 10 from me. Oh, geez. Oh, Pete. Hey, hey, everyone has an opinion. But speaking of what uh, Rick just brought up, Edge. And a lot of them don't matter. Did you ever think of that? Yeah, everybody's got an opinion. It's just like assholes. And Um, a lot of them don't matter is what I'm trying to tell you. Sometimes your opinions don't matter. Sometimes it's wiser just to shut up and let the smart people talk. 
Thank you, you know, that's great advice. I wish you would take it. Edge started off the show on uh, SmackDown what? with a passionate, King, a, passionate, a passionate promo. He was awesome. He showed a lot of passion. Smack you in, in the mouth feud. every time I see you in person. <laughs> in his feud with, uh, with uh, Seth Rollins, talking about how Seth has driven him to a place that he hasn't been before, the dark place. What did you think about Edge's uh, opening promo, Dutch? Uh, good. Very good. I thought that whole segment there was perfect. But see, WWE is so uh, predictable. But tonight, he did his interview and he left. I was thinking, that, oh, here's Rollins going to come. They did three interviews tonight in rings, and they were most of them were good. The the yeah. the reigns and uh, the Cena interview was very very good, and the opening interview was very good. And uh, Rollins was good, especially when he got to the the the, the dark bath or whatever the black bath or. Yeah, yeah they, they doused him. It, white, it definitely wasn't that, that he, was, brood, he looked great. Yeah, it it wasn't that brood color that we were all used to. I think they intentionally made it a little bit blacker because Edge dropped that. You know, I my I go I go to a place in my heart where the blood bleeds black or whatever the hell he says. No, they they, they can't. They don't do the blood bath. They can't do the blood bath. They have something like they've said before that they don't they don't do blood. So why would they do like a blood bath? You know what? So I, got news, news. I, got, I got news for you. They've never done blood baths. Never, ever. Well, well, obviously we think. Well, that well, obviously be, not obviously because you're acting like it's a new rule. They've they, they never like done blood bath. like blood out of somebody and that's how they did the blood bath. No, I don't think blood that. out of you right now. Next time I see you, you admitted you're five foot two, 120 pounds. I wouldn't be running your mouth to me. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> five, two, 120. You need to shut up is what you need to do. Oh, <laughs> hey, but I got a silver hey, this tongue. Is interstate, but, uh, <laughs> this is an interstate threat. <laughs> He's got a silver tongue and a and a platinum Run down hand. the car. Run down. <laughs> what did you What did you think, Kenny, about Run the, down the uh, car Edge at SummerSlam? And well, I just told results. you that SmackDown was preempted, and Louisville, and I haven't got to see it yet. So, if you're paying any attention to the words that are coming out of my mouth, you would yeah, know that you know, the only thing I can talk to you about is Bengals football. That, I had to I had to deal with you talking for an hour and a half earlier, so no, I haven't really car. been listening. <laughs> I made your show today. I've been the talk of the internet. I made your stinking show, so don't be acting like you didn't like me being on. You love me being no, on. I, you're I, I I'm here you today. Being on. I loved yeah, you hey, being hey, on. Sid, Sid, didn't you see that? CM Punk was trending number two all day, and Kenny Bowling was number one. Oh. That's what I heard. I mean, I didn't look, but that's what I heard. <laughs> I, I expected it to be that way, to be honest with you. Oh man, Dutch um, was number three because everybody was worried about his shuffleboard tournament. They was wondering where he finished. <laughs> He's hanging right in there with me. What, uh, Dutch? What did you I'd think like about to give the, you uh, a big? I'd like to give you a big hug, Kenny. You I'd told like me to that earlier today. We're gonna, hug, but I yeah. don't have arms like an orangutan, so uh, so so I can't reach around him. What did you think about the bloodbath? Why and, are you uh, so lovable? And, Lovable was is that where you were going? Uh, lovable <laughs> Dutch. What did you think about Thanks, the bloodbath? <laughs> what did you think about the bloodbath and uh Seth Rollins promo? <laughs> Later in the night. Oh, I liked it. Ride you I, with I a big it. thank you. <laughs> where where'd that lousy WLW guy go? Ride you is gonna show. take some money back here. I got your money today for you going to that tournament, and I Where got we going now. I got, I got, I got, um, I got, so got WLW's totally money because he knows. 
I don't I don't even know where, where we're at anymore. Um, where did Rick where did Rick go? Oh, there he is. Yeah, there he there is. He was. was laying in the floor. <laughs> Rick was fortunate. One, one of those girls from the club showed up. He had to lay down in the floor for about. I two see minutes. the top of his head. <laughs> A lot of people do. Jesus. Um, the first match of the night on SmackDown was uh, Jay Uso and uh, Rey Mysterio in a preview of the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match at SummerSlam. I thought that this was a good pace matchup. Uh, Rey Mysterio at 46 years old, just always bringing it in the ring. What did you think oh. about uh, this matchup here, uh, Dutch, to start off the show? Well, it's it's a repeat like all the rest of yes. this match. I look at Rey Mysterio. He is effing tremendous he is like the the gold medalist of wwe because he makes no mistakes everything he does is almost spot on he got great timing and his matches are enjoyable that been in a, see how long did that match go six minutes maybe six uh, seven. 11 and a but half in minutes. a house show okay in a house show they'd have probably went at 15 16 and they would have held the people See, if anybody wants to learn to work, which leaves Kenny out, but they just need to watch no desire. Rey Mysterio no desire. go about his duties, duties, and you would understand what it takes to succeed in this business. Because here's a guy, started in Mexico, weighed 150 pounds, and worked his way to this spot here in WWE through hard work and just not giving up. And he's good. Very, very good. <clears throat> and they, and they told us... Yeah, I've worked with, with Ray a few times at, at OVW when he come down and helped us out at Six Flags. And uh, and who would think that a man of that size and being very diminutive uh, would be able to, at one time was the WWE world champion. I would have never have seen it. Fantastic talent. And uh, my son thinks the world of, of, uh, of Dominic. He thinks he's going to be the next big deal, that he's just learned a whole lot in, what, about a year now, give or take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's coming along. He's uh, I wonder who his real father is, but uh, he, he's he's doing good. Eddie Guerrero, I told you oh, earlier. You didn't um, say that, Kenny. Well, that's not confirmed. That's not confirmed. I think it's somebody even bigger than Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> uh, the story. I think, of Giant, the I think Giant Baba might be his father. The story of the match was pretty much that Dominic wasn't listening to uh, Rey Mysterio. He <clears> tried. <throat> He tried to cheat, but it backfired with the referee catching him, and that led to Jay Uso getting the victory with the Uso splash. What did you think about this uh, opening matchup here, Rick? I, I I'm, I'm kind of over this feud by the fact that they, we, we get the some orientation of Mysterios and Usos. It's, it's Jay Uso versus Ray. It's, it's Jimmy versus Dominic. Oh, now we're going to flip it up, and now these guys are going to wrestle each other and be involved again with one another tomorrow. Like, I have that out of all the matches on this card at SummerSlam, that's the one I have the least desire to see is because these guys have been working with each other for five, six straight weeks now. And I'm, I'm kind of just, I'm kind of just done with it. So I, the, the match may have been great. And I agree with you, Dutch Ray Mysterio is a legend. He's just as good as he ever was. He's one of the best, but when this match started tonight, it, it did not hold my attention for very long. Yeah, I think this was, what, uh, six out of seven weeks we've seen an Uso versus a Mysterio in some combination, whether it be wow. a singles match or a tag team match. It seems that SmackDown is falling into the rematch city that is Monday Night Raw. 
because the Stop. next match was once again a rematch with Kevin Owens going one-on-one with Baron Corbin. I loved Dutch, our, our boy Baron Corbin, coming out with the money in the bank, holding it like it was a precious child that he that he stole from uh, Big E last week. They had a fine match. It only went about three minutes, uh, but Big E was very angry off of last week with Baron Corbin stealing the briefcase. He came down, and I love an angry Big E because it's a different, a different tone to him. He came uh-huh. down, he attacked Baron Corbin, he tried to get the money in the bank briefcase, but Corbin attacked him from behind and took it back and ran off. What did you think about the match and the post-match with Big E, Dutch? Dutch? Uh, it was good, but who won that match? Uh, Baron Corbin by disqualification. Did they say who won? Corbin by disqualification. Did they say that? No, they never said that, but you would assume because the bell rang as soon as Big E attacked Baron. Again, again, there's nothing new about it. <laughs> they're just following this, this maintenance. That's all they're doing at this point. Yeah, it's it, true. It was time. It was time filler tonight. Like nothing. Okay. Nothing. Prog- nothing progressed in the storyline at all. No, I mean it, we we're right where we where we left off a week ago. So and that's just- and that's your go home show into SummerSlam. I can't believe they would just tap out and give up and not try to give the people anything. Hey, they the, gave the, us a really cool moment with with Edge and the Rollins yeah. and the bloodbath, and that's about it, huh? That was a, well. Yeah, re- remember, it wasn't a bloodbath; it was like maple syrup or something. So <laughs> it was like dark goo or something like that. Dark goo. Kenny, what's your what, what it was? What's your thoughts on uh, Big E, and what do you think about him as a main event uh, player? Another one that me and my son agree on. We really think there's something there. Uh, I don't particularly like that big of a dominant guy who can work. Hell of a promo, uh, being always the funny guy. And you were saying tonight we saw a different side of him. That's the side I've been wanting to see because I think there's a hell of a match waiting there between him and Bobby Lashley. Two big boys yeah. that can flat out go. And uh, and uh, Bobby's Lashley uh, promos have come a long way since he was at OVW. Uh, I saw them pick up in TNA Dutch. I don't know how many of those you saw when he was there, but I was watching and going, man, you know, he didn't have that when he was here. And of course, they had him with me and, and uh, then eventually I left when Paul Heyman was here, took a bit of a sabbatical, but um, uh, he's come a long way. And I, I re- and Bobby has not aged a day. I managed him back in the early to mid 2000s. And here we are in 2021. You, and he looks better now. They showed, they showed his debut against uh, JBL. He looks better now than he did then. What are you shaking your head about? Dutch. <laughs> Well, he's been on vacation for the last year and a half, so he well. shouldn't look good. All he had to do was go to the gym and train. But well, he did have I, trouble doing interviews, even even in TNA. So I haven't yeah. heard one of his interviews lately, so I'll take your word that he's improved. Yeah, he's dra- he's dramatically improved, uh, dramatically. And uh, like, like Cena walked in the door, and he was just a promo machine the day he got there. He never needed to be with me. Uh, Lashley needed me, but, uh, if, if they turn him loose, he can do a good promo. Now I think he's way more scripted in WWE than he was in TNA because I actually liked his promos better in TNA towards the end than what he's doing now, because I saw him do some lightning promos in TNA and I don't watch a lot of TNA, but if he was on, I would watch it. 
Yeah, I think he, that's where he really got uh, his promo chops and yeah, really started not. cutting really good promos. But we got to move on to the next segment, which was a promo where we had Bianca Belair getting interviewed about last week when she was attacked during the contract signing. She says that she doesn't even want to hear ba- uh, Sasha Banks' name. She hopes uh, Banks is watching tonight because she's going to take on both Selena Vega and Carmella in back-to-back matches. Later on in the night, we had those matches. She got through Selena Vega pretty fast fast but then had a pretty good uh back and forth matchup with carmella and also got the victory there what did you guys think about the promo and then the back-to-back matches let's start with rick I mean, it was fine uh i mean this was again it was more time filler uh we know the reports came out before uh the show tonight that uh Sasha Banks was not going to be at SmackDown and there were at least some who were internally concerned that this match uh, with Bianca tomorrow night is not going to happen. At least for right now, they went straight through. They, they put up the graphic, they promoed this. They, they are, are they up. giving reasons for why Sasha may not be there or may not be no. there tomorrow? No, no reasons. Wow. Wow. Sasha, Sasha and Bianca were held out of live events over the weekend due to unforeseen uh-huh. circumstances. Uh-huh. And then the report came out on Wednesday from PW Insider that they were cleared. It was all systems go unless something else cropped up. And then all of a sudden this report again from PWI today said Sasha wasn't going to be at SmackDown tonight. And now people are starting to worry. So we don't know what it is. Uh, we don't even know if there even really is anything of concern and uh, everything could be full. Do, go, do, do you least... think they might be running COVID tests maybe? Uh, that's not... what it sounds like. And and maybe they're worried about a false positive, and maybe it trying could to be a reason. Test. That would be the most likely, I would think, given today's circumstances. Yeah, you know, for sure. So I mean, there, it's probably got something to do with that. That would be my top guess. Anytime yeah. that there is an, an a mystery absence, that's just today's day and age. That's the first place you got to go. It's on the reckless speculation side, but still, that that would be my first guess. Yes. Yeah, that seems like the the most I likely. Not, I, I love Kool Aid, by the way. <laughs> what did you What do you think, uh, Dutch? Do you think we're going to see Sasha versus Bianca at SummerSlam tomorrow? Dutch, what was the question? Do you think we're going to see <laughs> Sasha versus we're Bianca? Up, as, uh, it's a little late think- for Dutch. Let's, let's be nice to Dutch. A it is late. now midnight. Do you think we're going to see Sasha versus Bianca at SummerSlam? Uh, oh gone. yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, his neighbor crapped out his uh, internet <laughs> his again. Neighbor changed that password <laughs> no, again. Sid, I'll, Sid, I'll ask you a question. What do yeah. you do if Sasha can't go at SummerSlam? Ah, uh, you gotta pull out the uh, the Becky Lynch card. In my opinion, that's what I think it needs to be done. Like uh, either Becky Lynch or. Uh, I don't I don't know what other options that you can really pull out as far as like the women's division, unless they're going to give us uh, Charlotte Flair in two different matches or pull her from the Raw Women's Championship match. That seems like their their best option is to do Bianca versus Becky, because that's going to get people's attention. That's a good way to respond to the CM Punk return. You got to have a big time return tomorrow to kind of get the attention back on WWE. And Becky Lynch is one of their bigger female stars. So that would make sense. Dutch, by the way, has a passcode decoder, and he got that password figured out at the neighbor's house, and he's back with us. So, well, welcome back, Dutch. I I, uh, I do think that is the only thing that they could do that would match the star power for this 
for this spot on on the SummerSlam card. And that's nothing against, you know, the Liv Morgans and the, the Tegan Knoxes and everybody else, anybody else we haven't seen for, for weeks now on the, on the SmackDown side. Uh, nobody else is going to be able to match and, and put this on the same level as Bianca and Sasha too. So it's, it's, it's a big loss for WWE if that match isn't on the card, for sure. If the match is held, who goes over? I think Sasha Banks. That's who I predicted earlier with uh, Kenny. So uh-huh. who do you who do you have, Dutch, uh, Bianca or Sasha, if it does happen at SummerSlam? I think uh, Bianca. I mean, uh, Sasha should go over. That's what I'm saying. And you and you said yeah. Bianca has had the belt for several months now, which is almost a good run in the WWE. So it might be time. Uh, but it is uh, kind of concerning if they're not telling everybody why they're not at SmackDown, why they haven't been cleared. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow that's going to make that happened Saturday that didn't happen Friday. So I, w- I would definitely have some concerns about that. Yeah. What do you think, Kenny, should they uh, do if Sasha Banks is pulled from SummerSlam? Oh, I'd put me and Dutch in the ring and just see if we could just, what, what, what could, you know, we couldn't hurt the show any. I mean, just let us air it out. Just get our differences out right there. <laughs> Neither one of us is going to run from the other one. It'd be a good fight. <laughs> A nice running, oh, now she's running around the ring, right? Nobody's so. running from anybody. <laughs> What's going to happen after that? <laughs> Next up, uh, we had the that definition. was funny, Kenny. That was funny. I, I appreciate it. One out of every 10 of mine will stick. It's not bad. Uh. We had the definition of a time filler next, which was the championship contenders match between Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart uh, versus Tamina and Natalia. Got a hand- I don't get that match. I don't get it. It's the only the, two in the ring was uh, uh, Shotzi and uh, and Natalia. The other yeah. two didn't even get in. Shotzi, by the way, is a big uh, big sensation to my Filipino fan base. They just love it that they got somebody that's like them in the ring in the WWE. I hope they go to the Philippines eventually. She would be a huge draw over there. I'd, I'd like to see that happen. I'm sure of that, but not with this match because they've repeated it now three three times a championship contenders match, and yeah. all three times Shotzi and Tegan got the victory, which right. made zero sense that Michael Cole called this an upset because this is the third yeah. time they have beaten right? them. Yes, they have the third time. Don't, don't forget Tegan's don't forget Tegan's win one on one against uh, Tamina as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my. So, so oh my. Now four right. times this this some combination of this kind of take that upset flavor off from it don't it yeah that's why i was like but, Michael but Cole, they're the champs they're, they're the champs they've lost they're, more they're matches still the champs. They've won, since they've won those damn belts they've lost more matches since they've won but they're the champs so yeah they're they're booked strong sid they're booked incredibly strong and gotta make them look strong and that's why everybody got you know really loud when tegan and shotzi pulled that massive upset tonight Oh, I'm so glad what we're doing with this women's tag team division right now. It's great. Keep it up. Keep it up. You, you, seem, keep it up. you seem happy about it. You seem thrilled. They need more teams. This is why yeah. we're getting this match over and over and over again because there isn't anybody else. On well, the it seems like you got a lot of people. Division. Seems like you got a lot of people sitting on the shelf. They ain't doing anything with. I mean, at least. And and it's now a, I'm here. It's a, now it's a warehouse. Now, yeah. And now I'm hearing rumors that Oscar might be leaving. I mean, my God. I mean, that's. I'll have no reason to watch the yeah. show if Oscar and Shinsuke leave. Creative has nothing for Oscar, apparently, according to Wrestling How the hell can that? Well, like I told Cornette back in 2005 when they sent Matt Morgan home, they said, well, we ain't got anything for Matt Morgan. I said, well, it seems to me we need to fire the writers and not Matt Morgan if you can't come up with something from Matt Morgan. Hell of a promo, hell of an athlete, great look. We got nothing for you. Oscar, one of the top 
five talented rest, female wrestlers in the world today, in my opinion, if not one or two, and we ain't got nothing for you. I mean, good God. Well, they fire the 20, damn writers. They only got 20 writers. <clears throat> well, let's fire 18 of those, and maybe they'll work harder at coming up with something if they think their job's on the line. <laughs> do that. Only, you're only too, got 20. You're too bitter, Kenny. Yeah, slightly. Bitter. Just slightly. <laughs> I'll get over it. Next, we had yet another rematch of uh, Otis with Chad Gable versus uh, Montez Ford with Angelo Dawkins. Uh, this was another short matchup, only three minutes. Otis got the victory with the Vader bomb, keeping the heat on Otis. Uh, Shouldn't it be you... the Otis bomb? Yeah, it should be. But yeah, Vader, Vader hasn't it, been around in a while. Let's call it, it the Otis bomb. It Give will it forever be the Vader bomb. But what do you think about Otis? Do you think there's any potential there, Kenny? Uh, as? As a uh, I main eventer, no, I won't say main eventer. <laughs> I'll just say uh, as a as a as a uh, a mid card. Yeah, I, I got that twice as, now. I'm two for eleven tonight. As a, na- as a NASCAR driver, Kenny. as a NASCAR as driver, a, well, yeah. it, it would be interesting to see him get him through the window. I'd like to see that. A little butter, a little Crisco might get him in there. <laughs> um, can he do four left hand turns? Maybe. I don't know. Um, Definitely not a main eventer. He, he's a good character for the show. Uh, we've taken him from one extreme to the other. I always hate it when they go from one extreme and then all of a sudden, is, do you remember uh, Johnny Polo? Yes. All right, Johnny Polo. Then Johnny Polo becomes Raven. What the hell? I mean, now what am I supposed to believe? Is he Johnny Polo or is he Raven? And I met him. I, did, I was in a movie with him. Big success. Sold at Walmart for a few weeks. And um, I, I just never bought it because I saw Johnny Polo. So I couldn't get Johnny Polo out of my head to see Raven. Now, my son loves the character of Raven because he didn't see much of Johnny Polo. So when you go from one extreme to the other like that, like you did with, uh, what's, what's his name again? Who, who'd you ask me about? Otis. Otis, yeah, Otis Campbell. Um, I don't know. He's, he's a good addition to the show. There's, there's something there for him. <laughs> keep him out of the damn main event, though. Uh, that's what would you do with Otis? If you had Otis on your roster, you booked a lot of wrestling in your day. What would you do with Otis? Oh, there's, 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 I don't, I don't see him as a main eventer, but I do see him. Yeah. Uh, third match, fourth match from the top. Yeah. There you go. About right. mid card or high mid card, he'll get to mm-hmm. that level. All right. What so. do you, what do you think, Rick? Well, what about the expert out in Las Vegas? What do you got? You've been in a lot I, of matches. I, I buy this Otis as closer to the main event than last year's Otis, who had freaking money in the bank in his possession for. Uh, he did. He did. I, I you got me there. Um, I really was not looking forward to this version of Otis. I thought they stripped everything away from him that made him, you know, a special character in WWE. And then, yeah. okay, now here's another big, big serious guy. Yeah. But I love big serious badass Otis. I as much as yeah. Montez Ford Homer as I am, I actually <clears throat> enjoyed this three minute match tonight. I enjoyed Montez coming out in the boxing, uh, boxing gear and trying to stick and move and jump and jive and, and use his quickness to take Otis. But Otis eventually catches him, beats the shit out of him, and pins him. Uh, this is, uh, I like this Otis. I like this Otis a lot. I love the tenacity, the meanness of it. And it's, it's good. It's working for me. Alpha Academy is working for me on SmackDown. Montez either looked like a boxer or that he was going to the beach. That's either one or the other. There was no in between there. But uh, 
Uh, next, you had a tag team match. It was King Shay, King Kingske Nakamura, and uh, Rick Boogs in his first matchup on the main roster uh, versus Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz. Another short matchup. This only went about three minutes, but uh, Rick Boogs got a nice showcase. He got to show a little power against Apollo Cruz. Uh, Nakamura took out Commander Aziz. Commander Aziz got to show a little bit in this one, and Rick Boogs was the one that got the victory. He did his little riff of uh, on the pump handle slam and hit the pump handle slam for the victory on Apollo Cruz. How the mighty have fallen, Apollo Cruz going yeah, from Intercontinental Champion to losing to Rick Boogs. But what did you think about the tag match, Dutch? What did what did Cruz do? Uh, Man, they, I, they, they, nothing. He's done a nothing in the ring, and he's made somebody mad somewhere along that, the that, way. That's another one my son loved. He, he, he thought that there was money to be made with him. And, uh, was that talking, you're right. Sid? Was that talking? Yes, you are. Yes, well, you, you are. were struggling, and I was trying to help you out. It's what a good tag team partner does. I'm there for the hot tag, Dutch. What happened to your background, Kenny? Well, the, need, uh, there was a $2 donation it. that wanted me you to show it. off. Uh, the artist of that Oscar uh, poster, uh, uh, friend, uh, Bob Hazelwood, ordered that for me, had the uh, the uh, uh, artist sign it, and they paid a $2 donation for me to show the poster. And Simon Williams in England, a Marvel Comics artist, drew <laughs> that picture from my mother. Yeah, he paid 2 bucks for me to show that. So there you oh, go. Wow. Yeah. That's twice well, as much as what, what he ever earned. But I think Apollo Crews, he's made somebody mad. So we may not see him a while. Hey, he may go to NXT. It's like I on my show. So. You, you make me mad. You, you don't. You don't get seen for a while. Don't make me mad. Just don't this make me mad, second, and you'll be all right. This is the second time they did this because Apollo Cruz disappeared for a while after he dropped the United States Championship to Bobby Lashley, and then he comes back in this new, you know, Nigerian heritage where he's carrying a spear and he's got Daba Kato, <laughs> aka Commander Aziz, next to him. And he's on TV every week getting massive promos. Then all of a sudden they put the Intercontinental Championship on him. He's getting a great push. And then the audience comes back mm -hmm. and he's slow and they just dropped him. Completely dropped him for the live audience. Hot shot of the title over to uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. And now he's losing to Rick Boogs. So this is the second time that they've just decided to do this to Cruz after a pretty significant push. Wow. So Man, what poor. is the guy's name? Rick Boone? Boogs. 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 Spell it. B O O G Z. Oh, Z. I'm sorry. Boogs. So he he beat Apollo? Yes, he did. See, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. That was the match they could have left off tonight. I don't I don't see what that accomplished. I think that that actually did more damage than it helped anybody. There, there really wasn't anything accomplished by any of the matches tonight. Nope. The, the, it was a glorified house show. That's what SmackDown was tonight. And not even a good house show because most of these matches were like three minutes long. Uh, but finally, we got to something good. At the end of the night, it was a face-to-face -face between the, the main event of SummerSlam, Roman Reigns and John Cena. Uh, Roman and uh, Paul Heyman were in their cockiest of, uh, of uh, moods. Reigns claimed that Cena lied to the people last week and said some stupid things. He's upset that Cena thinks that he can pin him one, two, three. And he asks Heyman one was the last time that he lost and Heyman points out that this version of Roman Reigns is undefeated. Cena's happy that the uh, fans believe that anything can happen. Cena noted that a month ago everyone believed Reigns would beat him at SummerSlam but and becomes um, 
he's going to because he's going to shoot a movie but now cena noted that the movie part is true but reigns isn't keeping the title he kept uh, repeating his one two three line he had the fans fully in his corner a great pop and the fans were chanting along with john cena the entire time during this promo he promised to win the title and break the record for uh for wwe championship world title wins and he's not we're not going to see the universal championship until wrestlemania in dallas reigns got so upset that he said that at SummerSlam it's in Las Vegas so he's willing to up the ante and he says that he either walks out of Las Vegas with the Universal <laughs> Championship or he will leave the WWE. He shook hands with John Cena and then he lifted him up for the attitude adjustment but Cena rolled him up he only got a two and a half, but he said it was a three count. And <laughs> and he ran out of the ring saying one, two, three. And that's how they went home going into SummerSlam tomorrow. What did you think about this final segment here, Dutch? Oh, I liked it because they didn't have a big fight, didn't have a big smiles. I mean, they've done everything they need to do. So whatever they've done, it's not going to help what it's going to draw anyway. I think they will. There are some people out there uh, who might think that uh, Cena may be going over to get his seven, is it his 17th? Yeah. Yes, 17th. Championship. 17th. And that, because mm-hmm. he led them to believe that. So they may believe that. And Flair, if, Flair, if, has, if, Flair has 16, right? Flair has 16. Yes. Yeah, they both do, yeah. So they're tied right now, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think they will bring Cena back at some point and give him 17, mm-hmm. yeah. I think. Because uh, he's, I think meant, no he, he, he's meant so much to the company. So, but the, I, I like the, I, I like the end of uh, SmackDown because the people were with it. They were there. I mean, they weren't there like they were with CM Punk in Chicago, but yeah. they were there. And it just goes to show you how much uh, not only uh, WWE, but AEW miss fans because yeah. fans make the show. Mm-hmm. I don't care. They make it at the gate. They And if you're doing a match in front of them, which I've done many times, I wrestled in front of one time, but twelve people, and three of them. Those, those yeah. are fun. Those yeah, are three fun. Of, three of those were family. So, but, <laughs> but that's what you get when you start out in this business. You know, you don't have the big crowds. So, yeah. But but I like the ending of SmackDown. I think I think twelve was my record in Frankfort, Kentucky, and I never dreaded a show more because when your job is to get heat. And you got twelve people to work with, and three or four of them are family. It's it's dreadful. Oh, Nothing, I just I just rather go home. Keep whatever money he's going to pay me. Keep it. Just don't put me through this. What, and it's probably harder you- for the wrestlers because because they, they got to get in here and perform, and you're and you're performing on crowd response, and you're not getting any, even if all twelve of them go nuts. True. What did you think about the final face to face here, Rick? Uh, like I said, the the conversation between the two were, were great. I don't like Roman Reigns saying if I, I you know, telling him, hey, I'm leaving WWE if I lose this match. Because to me, that just solidified him as the winner in my book. I mean, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do some massive unless <clears throat> Roman wants to take some time off. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. That would be a massive. Uh, so loss for WWE so he, considering. So he sowed doubt in your mind. Mm-hmm. No, he he solidified it to me that he's he's winning this match because I don't see them taking Roman Reigns off television. But you immediately went to if he wants some time off. So there is you some did. doubt there. You there did say doubt. that. You did say that, Rick. Out loud. We all heard you. I'm not saying 100%. I'm not recorded. saying 100%. <laughs> you, never, you never put <laughs> a percentage 90, on it. I'm at 95.5. 
Okay. Right? There's that, there's 95 that Okay. All right. That's the, a number. The, the, the 5%, the 5% is that. Okay, the point five. Might, yeah. He might've asked for time off. That's the only thing I could think of. Maybe that's the case, but for me. All right. So if he did ask for time off, who, take, who takes a slot? Who takes a slot if he asked for time off? Oh boy. You Cena? better hope edges. You better hope no, edges wait a minute. around. Who's going to take Cena slot? Exactly. Well, well, they, he they don't, they, have, they're they calling, don't have a top heel or baby face. Yeah, well, well, they're calling it the summer of Cena. They've already told you he's done after this. They, they, they told you that in the exactly. beginning. It's the summer of Cena. They didn't say it was the fall, winter, and spring of Cena. They called it the summer of Cena. He's done after this. Trust me. Exactly. And, and, exa- and, and that may have just wiped off my 5% right there because yeah. you would be taking John Cena, putting yeah. the, your, your Universal <laughs> Championship on him, and then right. he disappears. Yeah, and Roman Reigns, the guy who's carried your show Taking for some a year, time is off. also yeah. gone. Yeah, Edge is probably taking time off. Yeah, who the hell are you going to? I guess you better step up, Rick. You cheapo. It, it, I guess it's, it's time for you to step up. Are we? Are we to believe that they're going to make Shinsuke Nakamura the number one guy on SmackDown? Because I'm not. Buying he should that be the number one guy on SmackDown. If you're asking me, he should be number that, one. That, that's a totally different conversation, and I would agree with you. But no, I don't well, believe yeah. WWE is going to put him in that number one spot. So there's no way Roman. Well, that, that's the problem we have. You book on common sense, and it well, okay, but what would WWE do? That's not common sense. There you it's go. The exact, the exact opposite. <laughs> are all four of us about to agree on something tonight? Finally, we finally got there at the end. We finally yeah. got there at the well, end. Speaking of the end, we didn't even come to the point of they've been advertising this March that this match that Charlotte Flair is going to be in. I haven't heard her name mentioned on this show tonight. What's up with that? Well, she's on Monday Night Raw. Oh, she's oh, so she's not on SummerSlam. She's not on she SmackDown. Is. We talked well, she's about not on we SmackDown, but about... she is going to be on SummerSlam, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you think she's going to show up? She just blew off. She all was those on. She was on Raw. She was on Raw this week. She was on Raw. Yeah. See, I didn't watch it. <laughs> That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Thank, thank you. Who, who do you think wins that one, uh, Sid? Uh, with Charlotte Flair? Yeah, with uh, Dorothy McGuire. Yeah, I of think, course. I, tell I you think, who's not going to win think, it. I think Nikki A.S.H. is going to win because they they made her lose all yep. the way up until this matchup, and that's the reason because she's going to win in the end. Mm-hmm. Because if she doesn't, that character is completely dead, and Rick argued with me a couple of weeks ago for no goddamn reason. Did you, Rick? Well, I always argue with Sid for no goddamn reason. Uh, but, you know... Besides, Listen to the language on this show, Dutch. I'm, I'm, oh, my God. It, look, I'm appalled. It, Oh, it's, it's after past, 12 o'clock, so we, we yeah, do it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's oh. it's Saturday. It's the freaking weekend, all right? I don't care. It's after Freaking, I'd go with the F word after midnight. Come on, just oh, pretend, like, pretend you're on the bowling alley. Just go nuts. Sid, what is it? Guys, help me out. I, was dropping I got a question. I'm about, my battery's about to die here. What is an NFT? What exactly is that? It's Take electronic it away, art. It's an electronic art piece. And what's that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing about NFTs. I said, "What the hell is it?" Well, like like Dutch said, Dutch said he his his battery is dying, so that means we should wrap things up here. Kenny, please tell the yeah. people where they can find you on social media. Uh, right here on Cherokee Road. Just knock on my door, like I told you earlier today. Just come on over and see me. If you're wearing a mask and you've been double vaxxed, I'll even come out on the porch and talk to you. There's Dutch at the door. <laughs> I knew he was outside. The uh, it was my house that was on fire, not his. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Starmaker Bowling. Everything I'm on is at Starmaker Bowling, Instagram, all those. And most importantly, 
come in. Unless I blocked you, and there's a lot of you in here tonight. Been dying for an opportunity to come in here and see the king tonight because I blocked you on my show because you're stupid and I don't want you on my show. But for those of you that aren't stupid and that are welcome, you can see me on the bowling alley, youtube.com forward slash the bowling alley. Very easy. Even, even, even Sid will figure it out. Dutch, where can they find you on social Dirty media? DirtyDutchMantel at gmail.com. That's the only place you're going to find me. I got I your personal phone. Here, let me bring up Dutch's phone number in case y'all want to call Rick, it, Rick, what you got going on on the Wrestling YouTube channel, brother? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are going to have interviews dropping uh, very, very soon. We talked to Do Drop. Uh, today and I did ask her what her genuine reaction to the name change was. So you'll want to uh, check out that answer uh, for sure. So we got. You should be sponsored got, by Mountain Dew. We get. We, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We, if you want to reach the king, that's just posted it right there on the internet. So y'all caught me up. I'll talk to you. We also have interviews dropping with United States champion Sheamus uh, with women's champion Nikki A.S.H. Uh, let's see. We had Damian Priest. We talked to Jimmy Hart. Uh, we talked to T-Mac from The Bump. There are several others that are going to be coming out. I, I Did you interview Bobby out. Lashley? Uh, I got 20 minutes with Bobby Lashley last week, so I let some other outlets uh, get to talk to. Did he bring up my name and tell you how great I was? Uh, no, he saved that for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, well, the big show, the big show. Yeah, yeah, the one that people actually watch. All you the can watch shows. my entire conversation with Bobby Lashley right now on the Sports Keto Wrestling. YouTube you know what? Channel. You send me a link to it, and if I can edit you out, I'll watch it. Have at it. <laughs> anyway, also follow me on Twitter at Rick Uccino, R-I-C-K-U-C-C-H-I-N-O. Appreciate you. At what time are you on the big one, WLW, for those of us that want to listen to you in the 38 states we can hear you in? Uh, I will be back in town this coming Tuesday at work, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be on at 7.30, 8.30, 10 o'clock, 10.30, and 11 o'clock Eastern That's Standard a little early for me in Dutch, but we'll, you know, we'll get the word out. And you can find me on Twitter at TrueHillSP3. You can find me on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. Our preview for SummerSlam tomorrow with myself and Kenny Bolin is up on the channel right now. Great stuff over there. Kenny was hilarious on that show. I don't know about this one. But you no. can also find me tomorrow. Is it after midnight? Live. You can find me you tomorrow. You can watch the live. show or you can blow me. There you go. It's after well, midnight. You can find me and Kenny live tomorrow following SummerSlam with, Ke with Kevin McCullum on the review show live right here on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. Go hit that subscribe <laughs> button. Hit the bell to stay notified. And you can also find me on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time with True Hill Heat 139, our four-year when's, anniversary. When's the next time I'm on? That's the most important thing. When are me and Dutch back on again? I said tomorrow or tomorrow live after SummerSlam, me, you, and Kevin Kellum, the, the comedy guy you were looking for oh, earlier. that clown. But all right. Like this video, share it on all your favorite social media platforms. So for Kenny Poland, for Dutch Mantel, for Rick Eugino, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been Smack Talk. We are signing off until next time.